What's going on? Welcome to another episode of No Days Off. I'm your host, Tyler Gilden. Today's episode, I'm speaking with Neil Chin, father of 11-year-old basketball stud Colin Chin, who's gotten so much hype for his ball handling skills, he's even trained with the South Korean national team. We talk a bit about the sacrifices it takes as a parent when it comes to helping your kids succeed at the highest level, and about being strategic when it comes to their long-term career, always having an important emphasis on a good education. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. This is No Days Off. My name is Neil Chin. I'm also known as Colin Kidd's dad in the basketball circle. He's 11 years old and he plays basketball. Neil, thanks so much for hopping on the call. Really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you guys. Uh, so I guess for those who are not familiar uh, with Colin and haven't seen his No Days Off episode, how would you describe your son? Uh, uh, I never really had that question, but uh, I guess as a father, I, I describe him as a special kid, maybe also because he's my first of two. Um, but we have a pretty good, well, we have a great relationship, actually. You know, he's 11 now, turning into a, I guess, a young teenager, almost, feels like. But a uh, great kid, hardworking. Um, I guess his best attribute, he's really caring. Um about himself, about his sister, and his family. So uh, I guess you could say he's a blessing to me and his uh, and his mom. So he's only 11 years old, uh, already excelling and, and being noticed for his game of basketball. When did he first start playing? Yeah, so he started, um, he was about four, three and a half to four, me and his uncle, um, my brother Gene, played basketball. Took a while off as we got older. Colin got born. Um, we were always in the sports. Um, I mean, even at the hospital. <laughs> We're watching Laker and Clipper games, so you could say right out the womb, but probably around three and a half, we had a ball. Best part of the story, we taught him, hey, try to dribble, you know, five times without messing up, try to dribble 10 times without messing up, and kind of started from there. And uh, around four and a half, he got into a little bit of rec basketball, and then by the time he was about six, started playing club basketball. But our house, people always laugh, we're into either cars or into sports. So he's been in, involved in basketball for about seven and a half years now. And then, uh, you know, like I said, about three and a half to four, started playing and, uh, you know, just started having fun with me and his uncle and kind of went from there. It's, it's funny you mentioned at the hospital watching sports. Uh, I was doing the exact same thing. I have, uh, uh, I have a one-year-old and uh, a relatively newborn. And both times at the hospital, once everything was all good, you know, I was streaming games on my phone as well. So it just shows the commitment level. And you want to surround your kid with sports to, to, to start off with. So uh, I got a good laugh at that. Uh, but it, So the, the video came out. The video on Whistle uh, came out in November of 2018. It currently has 7.2 million views. How has that impacted him? Uh, just seeing that many people watching and engaging with the episode on him. Has that brought any new opportunities to him, new fans? Just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's. It's crazy because we were watching the episodes prior, you know, got a call from you guys and had no idea. I mean, we love the concept, including cars, because I work in the car industry and Colin's been involved with cars. Um, And the greatest thing, actually, even through Instagram was I tell people, you know, we didn't do the Instagram really for the followers or anything. It was kind of because my family and my wife's family lives on the East Coast. My dad actually lives in Europe. So we kind of did it so they could follow, you know, his training and some of his game highlights. And the, the funny thing is, before the whistle video and now after even more, getting DMs and messages from all over the world. You know, people talk about being an inspiration. And honestly, for Colin, it was more to connect with our family. But it, it, it really blew up after the whistle video. 
um, not just on DMs, but actually also in person. And a quick story, we went to Korea last April. So a couple of months after the whistle video um, took off. And the whistle video, as you know, went viral within, geez, within hours, within days. So we were in Korea for about a week training with their national team. And Colin got to train with three of the top high school senior point guards. And as soon as we landed, everybody was like, we saw you on whistle. We saw you on whistle. And we're like, we knew it was big because it was probably five and a half to six million views by the time we got to Korea. Right. And even home, I saw you on whistle. And like you said, you I mean, seven million views is a lot, as, as we all know. But you didn't think it would have that big of an impact. I saw you on whistle. I was inspired by your video. And even me as a dad, I wasn't on it as much as Colin was. But, oh, Mr. Chin, you're Colin's dad. We saw you on the whistle video. We love your relationship. Uh, we love the hard work that Colin puts in. We love, um, you know, all the stuff he's doing. So, yeah, man, it was it was bigger, honestly, than we even thought. You know, we just wanted to be part of the family, to be honest with you. We love um, the guys that came out and filmed and, um, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, the opportunities and honestly, just the inspiration to kids all over the world. I mean, it's not just in the States when we walk into the gyms locally. Um, it's kids from Indonesia. It's kids from Japan. It's kids from Korea. And I'll be honest with you, it's not even kids. It's even young adults. Like I said, when we went to Korea, it wasn't training with kids his own age. It was high school kids, the Korean national team, um, pro players, ex-pro players. How did you How did you arrange that? How did you arrange for him to be, uh, you know, in Korea training at, at such a level? We met, so we went to China, to Shanghai, and to uh, Hong Kong and Shenzhen the year before we met you guys. And um, we trained, same thing. We, we did a couple of camps. Colin, at the age of, he was eight, going on to nine. He led a couple of youth camps in, Shen, in Shenzhen. And then we met a Korean trainer who actually grew up in Long Beach, played for Polly. He trained Colin a couple of times when he came out here. And he's, uh, we, we hit it off. And he set up the whole thing. His name is uh, Rich. He trains a company called Skill Factory. He knew us before the whistle video, but then, of course, got to know us more. He set up a whole week training session, seven days um, in uh, South Korea, of course. And, uh, you know, was a big fan of Colin. He still is. He still um, does stuff with us. But he's like, look, we want to... He, he arranged a couple of high school sessions, a couple of men's groups, a um, couple of pro players. And it was awesome because Colin was, you know, 10 at the time. And like I said, it was wild because you're training Collins with 30 men's sessions. And after we do, you know, a couple photos and interviews and they're like we saw you on on whistle um we love the video hey mr chen can we meet colin so yeah it, dude it had it had quite the impact not just stateside uh internationally as well and then as i said young kids and parents of young kids let's say from the age of 5 to 13 no joke we get dms daily weekly just hey we saw the video what does colin do to train um, can you give us some insight? And it's, it's, it's honestly a lot like the video. It's in our own gym. It's with his coaches um, twice a week. He's with his club team, um, you know, two to three times a month. We play on the weekend. So it's very, the, the video is very true to point. You know, a lot of people ask, is it, is it scripted? Is it hyped? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, they right. came in and it's very authentic. And I think that, you know, there's no formula to what makes the videos go viral, but I think the, the authenticity, uh, the diversity of also doing the car part 
and the relationship with Colin and his trainers and myself, I think, resonates with other parents. Totally. Um, and I like think I said, we've watched Yeah. Authenticity and diversity are always important factors uh, and just good storytelling uh, in general on a profile piece like this. So with all this type of notoriety and people noticing him internationally, how is this – you ever get nervous that this could impact his ego a bit? How do you keep him grounded and humbled and focused on playing uh, basketball and pursuing that opposed to – you know, his followers and just kind of getting all that notoriety. Yeah, he's still a kid. He doesn't, I mean, we run his Instagram page. I mean, he just, for his 11th birthday, got a phone. But he just, I think it's me and his mom. I think it's also the right coaches being part of his life. Um, there's two coaches. Um, you didn't unfortunately get to meet him in the video, but Coach Brian and Coach Bim, they've been part of Colin's life since he was four. They were actually two of the coaches by complete accident. We walked into a gym in Irvine and um, happened to be those coaches. Coach Brian is part of the Modern Day program. Of course, you guys know Modern Day is one of the top high school programs, not just in California, but also in the country. He's Everybody uses the word family. He's really like an uncle to Colin, and he's been part of the industry for decades. So Colin can talk to him. We train with him twice a week. And it's really just, like you said, being humble, being grounded. You watch a lot of videos. Like, we watch Mikey's videos and watch a religious amount of high school and college and NBA games. But a lot of high school games because, you know, in a couple of years, Colin will be in high school. And we see what guys like Mikey and LeBron's son are going through. And then his close friends are two years older than him from his old team. So they're going into high school in a year and a half. So it's just, like you said, being grounded, um, being a good leader. Um, I'll give a great example. We had practice last night. He knows he's the best kid on the team, you know, in the gym. But you'll, if you watch him, you'll never see that. You know, we, we, we drive home together. We talk. We got home. There was a new kid. And it was actually funny. There was a new kid who came in. And you could tell he was a little bit nervous. And I was talking to Colin before putting him on the bed. And he's like, Dad, I felt kind of bad um, for the new kid. I think his name was Dylan. I'm like, why? He's like, he looked kind of sad because, you know, he was new. Um, he didn't know anybody. And he's like, you know, going to practice on Wednesday, I'm going to kind of just continue to talk to him, make him feel good. And this is just an 11-year-old. This is us just talking as, you know, best friends, his dad. His son, he's like, you know, I want to make him feel like part of the team. And I'm like, that's great. I go, you've been in those situations because Colin was always the youngest kid playing two years up. You know, when he was seven, he was playing on one of the top nine U teams. And I don't think he felt like the new kid, but he had to prove that he was good enough to play two years up. And now as the captain and the leader, you know, he's still playing a year up. But it's nice to see that he looks at those things. So, honestly, me and his mom have always, you know, treated him as he's older. He's our first child. We had no idea <laughs> what we were doing, like you said, from watching Chris Paul at the hospital at three days old. But, um, you know, like you said, be humble. Um, don't get big-headed because, as you said, it can change the game of basketball. It could put a target on your back. It can um, make things diluted. And his coach even keeps him grounded. The coach Bim was a D1 point guard. So for us, when we met with him to go back to this team, he's like, Colin, we're going to run the offense around you. You're going to be able to have a majority of the shots, but you still need to be the point guard. You still need to set up your teammates. You need to make them better. And this was, we've been back with coach Bim for a year and a half. So Colin was, he had just turned 10 and it's a lot of responsibility, but we believe we, me, his mom, his coaches, that that's what he's going to need to be, not just to play high school basketball, but to be an elite player, point guard, on the level of a Mikey Williams, 
you know, of a Josh Christopher, of a Tariq Cooper. And that's his goal. And we're like, look, we can't do it for you. (laughs) We can drive you to all the practice. And we've told him this. If you put in the time at home in the gym, do your two to 300 shots a day, do your film study, do your homework for Coach Brian and Coach Bim, me and your mom will sacrifice, you know, driving you to practice, driving you to training, spending the gym, you know, time in the gym on the weekend. But it's really going to be up to him. And you see many elite kids in your videos. You talk to many of these parents. It's going to come down to them. You know, can you get up at six in the morning and go to training and then do your schoolwork and then do your homework? And, um, you know, right now he sees that and he sees he needs to be humble. He needs to not have an ego. He needs to be a part of a team, an extension of his coach. And me and his mom just tried it. And his coaches try to tell him that as often as possible. And you mentioned you mentioned how, as you know, a parent, you know, the sacrifices it takes driving him from practice to games. Are there any other sacrifices you've had to make or any regrets you've had or advice you'd give to other parents who are currently uh, trying to get their kid every opportunity to play? Yeah, I'll be upfront. No regret. We, we knew what we signed up for. Um, we love it. Like I said, my wife grew up around sports back in high school when we met. Um, the hardest thing now, I would say, is balance because my daughter, um, Kylie, is nine. She's into hip-hop and gymnastics and her own thing. So it's Difficult to split, um, especially trying to be involved in both their lives. Um, But Kylie's into Collins games. You know, she spends the weekends with us. I would just tell parents, plan. You know, we we plan. We try to plan as much as we can. Um, You know, we're a family of four. And, uh, you know, just support our kids, as we said in the video, put them around the right people, which means starting with their coaches, starting with their teammates, um, even the right parents. As you mentioned, there's a lot of egos. And I'm sure this is in your podcast, in your videos. And Colin's been fortunate to play for really good coaches. Um, he's played on some quote-unquote elite teams. I don't like using the word elite for 9U, 7U, even 11U, but it changes. You know, like you said, there's egos. There's, I got to be the man. Um, my kid's better than yours. And it's difficult. We've been fortunate to find some really good families that we can entrust. This is the one thing I'll tell you. We hung out with five or six very, very good 13U players this weekend at a Clipper game. And the the dads were all close. The moms were close. The kids were close. And we want them all to succeed. And that's one thing I'll tell you. It's like, it's difficult finding the right group of families and kids because you know how it is. We all want the best for our kids. But it's the truth, man. It takes a village of coaches and parents. So my best advice as a parent, let your kids still be kids. And I'll tell you this, it's difficult because even myself, me and Colin are very competitive and I'm still learning. My wife may still learning. If you read some of our text messages, you'll laugh because you're like, we want the best for Colin, but we have to remember he's only 11, you know, and watching your videos on some of your high school kids, it does become a job and pressure filled when they turn 15, 16, 17. So study, talk to other parents, find a good coach and mentor, not just for your kids, for yourself. I talk to Coach Brian almost every day, and he sees the high school, you know, grind. And he'll talk to Colin after training and be like, you know, you're 11, but when you hit 13, 14, are you going to be ready to make this, quote, unquote, your job? Give up going out with friends, you know, balancing when you're in high school, a girlfriend and, you know, cars <laughs> and because Colin's into a lot of things, music, right. cars, 
So, you know, we just try to, honestly, I know it sounds funny because he's only 11. He's got, what, four and a half years before high school. But we try to prepare him as much as parents. We talk to him. We're like, you know, either you're going to go the route of a high school basketball player or you're going to be like every other high school kid and you're going to get a job and you're going to go to work and you're going to have curriculum classes. And we tell them you're, you're in that one to two percentile of being blessed enough to possibly make high school, make, you know, basketball something big from high school, you know, to college. We always tell them, we know the NBA is a one in a million. You know, you're not going to be six six like the Mikey Williams. You, 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 you can break the mold, but you also have the opportunity to go play in Korea, go play in China you know, and make a very good living playing the game you love. So we're preparing them, honestly. We're different than some of the other kids because we see some of his limitations, but also some of his opportunity. I mean, he got to practice and play with the top point guards in Korea. You know, we've got connections in China. You know, it's funny because he's Asian. It is what it is. You see his whistle video, you know, so he knows Mandarin. So imagine, you know, people like Mikey and certain people, the NBA is their path and their dream. Would we love to see college? Sure. But we also know the odds, (laughs) you know, but playing at a great high school, playing at a great college and getting a four-year education on scholarship, that's still in the one percentile. Totally. But then imagine, you know, going to Korea or China and playing basketball for 10, 15 years and having endorsement deals with Asian companies. He has a very good opportunity to do that if he follows the course. As you said, as he stays humble, he's got to work his, excuse my language, his ass off. You know, that he knows that. So me and his mom just try to prepare him for that the best way possible as an 11-year-old. I, don't, I think he's ahead of the time with his growth of his mindset, but he's 11. When it's 13, 14, it's going to be like, it's going to get real. And I think that's um, something we've learned and we try to tell parents, you got to really follow a path and a schedule and a plan, not just for your kids, but for us as parents as well. You know, I'm fortunate I work for myself, as we saw in the video. So I can schedule my car bill and my shows around Colin and Kylie's basketball and gymnastics and hip hop. So I think that's really important for parents. It's not as easy as some people think. You really have to invest your time and your resources into sacrificing for your kids. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of a lot of sense. And I, I like how obviously you're acknowledging that he's only eleven years old, so he still has a couple of years to really determine if this is the passion and this is the path he wants to take. But I also think it's nice to be realistic of understanding it is so hard to make it to the NBA, but the NBA isn't the end-all be-all in terms of being able to play basketball for a living, where even if he just played in college and got a scholarship or if he went to Korea or China, I think that's really, uh, I'm sure, valuable for him to know that there's multiple options. It's not just a one-set, one-fit type of goal. Uh, I'm sure that's that's nice for him uh, and some relief that there there are other options out there where if he still pursues it, uh, you know, basketball and, and his dreams, he could still really make a, a really good living off of it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that's what we tell him. You know, it's a little orange ball and it can do so many things. I mean, he's traveled by the time he was 11, he traveled the world because of basketball, you know, just because of basketball. (laughs) So 
we try to tell them those are the opportunities that, like we said, like you said, it's it's in front of them, but, and there's not a lot of people that have those opportunities. So if he wants it and he's willing to work for it, um, yeah, there's a lot of different roads he can take. And I think that the exciting part, to be honest with you, I mean, even in my car industry, I didn't get those opportunities till I was in my early 20s. He's got those opportunities since he was eight, you know doing a, a whistle video. That's a blessing in itself, doing commercials, playing on elite basketball teams, traveling the country, traveling the world. That's something that's in that, like you said, that one percentile. And I think you got to keep it realistic. But I'm like, Colin, you can still do things that would be insane. You, playing professionally in the NBA, of course, would be anybody's dream. But if you can play in the second biggest league in the world in China, and you talk Mandarin, and you are Asian, and you can do endorsement deals, you could do things that could be your road, you know. So we, we do talk to him as he's a young adult and lay things out for him. He's, you know, goal-oriented. He's got to write goals for himself, for his coaches. You know, he's got a one-year, three-year, five-year, ten-year plan. Um, and like you said, it would be great if he can go to a great basketball and educational high school. That's phase one. And then play good, competitive college basketball, God willing, at a high-level D1 school. And, you know, I think basketball is a great leadership tool for life. Be a good teammate. Be a good leader. It's hard work. <laughs> you know, I work for myself. You got to get up in the morning. You got to set your plans. You got to make sure your employees do their job. So I think basketball from this age, you know, as he leads his team now, is a good example. And we try to put him around good people, as we said. Um, show him, you know, high school videos of the top high school kids and be like, look, they work their butts off. We watch all the days, no days off, the days in the life, because the, the grind is real <laughs> for us and for him as parents. So I think that's really important, and I think that's that's really exciting, to be honest with you. And speaking of no days off being the, the name of the show, uh, I guess, what does no days off mean to you? To me as a parent, it's what the video says. I mean, you're a parent now. <laughs> I mean, you you have two young ones, so you really know what it means. You have no sleep right now or very little. Yeah, right now, um, yeah, yeah. For, for me, it's it's, it's yeah. no days off and no sleep ever. It's pretty much for me. No, exactly. And that's what we went through. And now it's the great thing is, and I'll tell you this, the parent, it gets not easier, but they become independent, you know. But for us, I still take them to school. Um, I pick them up from school. I take them to training. I take them to practice. Um, my wife, you know, she comes home. She has her mom duties after she gets home from work. But for me as a parent, it's honestly nonstop sacrifice. And I love it. You know, like I said, there, there have never been regrets. There have never been, oh, this is too much work. Oh, I'm sick of practice. You know, I, I've been since he was four. And this might be me, my craziness or my ADD. I went to all of his camps. I don't leave. <laughs> I sit there. And I watch all his camps. I watch all his practices. Um, I, I say I've never missed one of his games. Coach Brian will laugh. I had to go to one work assignment. I missed one tournament in six years. I think you're. I, I think it. you're allowed. You're allowed to miss one in six years. I think. I think that's okay. And and I laugh because I tell Coach Brian, you weren't supposed to play that weekend, but I had to. Uh, I have one big show a year in Vegas, and I had to drop off some cards. But, no, I just think it's it really, if the kids have the passion for it, um, we have the passion for it. You know, like, and I'll, I'll say this on the on the podcast because, you know, I don't, I don't say it, but a lot of parents, we joke about it. You know, people think we're rich because we have a gym in our, in our, in our house. And I'll, I'll tell you this, we're not. We are an average family, but we sacrifice to hell. 
uh, me and his mom, you can probably see in the video, we don't buy, we don't buy stuff for ourselves. We, we don't have fancy shoes and you'll laugh. You thought I, I wear the same sandals and the same dicky shorts for the last 15 years. It's sacrifice. It, and I'm sure you do it and you'll do it for your kids. We do anything for our kids. You know, the remodel could have been for me and his mom to build an office and an extension on the house. But we said, hey, we're going to sacrifice and put a gym in the, in the garage for, you know, for Colin and Kylie. And it took seven years of saving and investing and blood, sweat, and tears. So, you know, that, con- that misconception of, oh, Colin's rich and he's spoiled. And that took more work than you can imagine. <laughs> but that's what no days off means to me. Anything for my kids, for our kids, and um, including sacrificing, I'm not going to say our own happiness, because I tell this to everybody. And I, I think I said in the video and you've seen in my post, the thing that makes me as a dad the most happiest is watching Colin play basketball. And I see his joy. I see his God-given ability. I think it showed in the video. The things he can do makes me happy. Like you said, you watch basketball, and we want the best for our kids. And being able to see him have fun and smile and make his teammates better and being an extension of his coach, I will do – I'll do it till he stops. And if he never stops, you know, till he's 30 – playing overseas and becoming a, a trainer, I will be there for him and his sister. And to me, that's honestly no days off because as a parent, there are no days off. <laughs> so I think that's really what it means. And uh, we're blessed to be parents. So we'll go along for the ride. No, yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like he's definitely very lucky to have uh, that type of support system. Uh, hey, listen, you missed one game in, in six years. I think uh, you're, you're allowed to miss a game occasionally, but it sounds like everything else you guys, you and your wife, have, have been able to make whatever sacrifice is necessary for him. And clearly he understands that and he's putting the work in. So I'm excited to follow him in his young career. Uh, thanks. I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. I think viewers are really uh, – uh, we'll appreciate uh, hearing your story more. Uh, so thanks for giving us the time. No, thank you, sir. And uh, I appreciate it. I know we'll do stuff together in the future. And uh, thank you to everybody, you know, 7.2 million uh, views that he got. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, I know speaking for me and him and his, and my, and his wife, we uh, and my wife, excuse me, we uh, look forward to uh, the future. And then hopefully he can continue to inspire kids his age, younger and older, and uh, do great things. So thank you guys for your time and uh, look forward to the future. Yep. Thanks again. Thanks, Neil, for taking the time to chat about Colin. Uh, I thought it was really interesting when he mentioned about the different sacrifices that he's had to make and, you know, whether it was choosing to put in a, a home office or a, a home gym for uh, his kids. Uh, it just, he clearly seems like a parent willing to make the right sacrifices for his kids' future. And, you know, as he said, watching his son play basketball makes him happier than anything else. So I think he feels pretty good about his decisions. Uh, really enjoyed that, and I hope you did too. Uh, this has been another episode of No Days Off. Uh, New episodes drop every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to follow Whistle across all social media platforms for more info. I'm Tyler Gilden. This is No Days Off.